Man, I tell you like this. Ain't nobody scared of you other than um what's a what what's her name? Baby J. Uh <laughs> Killer Killer J. I'm like, yeah, I'm scared of her. <laughs> shit, I don't know the fuck why. <laughs> fuck, ain't nothing to be scared of shit. No. Oh, she a gangster. She a gangster. She really is scared. I seen her. I seen her in action. Okay. What that supposed to mean? Ladies and gentlemen, we would like to welcome you back to another episode of Black Law and Legalize, where we specialize in uh, legal lies. Ladies and gentlemen, my Wait, name is Dan. Hell? Hold on, man. I'm supposed to bring you back from the dead, man. Shit. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Again, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dan. You can catch me on Twitter, IG, as well as, I think that's it. And I am Dan on Drugs. Follow is. the show across all social media platforms at Black Law Podcast. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I bring you back from the dead. So I went down on Rampart Street, right? Met with this lady named uh, Miss Elder May, right? And basically, she done, put, she done put a bucket. She put a bucket on the ground. Mm. And the bitch pissed in it. And the piss turned blue. Mm. And then she told me to put my feet in it. So then I put my feet in it, and it brought Anne back from the dead, y'all. She is back from the dead. Wait, time out. Temporarily. So, so temporarily, but I own I own your soul now. So it's like weekend at Bernie's. Nah, it's like the Richard Pryor uh bit. No, it sounds like little baby feet. No, it sounds like weekend at Bernie's because you know that's what happened with Bernie. Bernie, they they had the the people do the little voodoo situation so that. Bernie can come back alive and lead them to the money. I guess. And every um, time Bernie heard the beat, you ever saw Weekend at Bernie? Yeah, but he was dead and they was like walking around with See, him and making him do he, all the movements. But no, because every time Bernie heard the beat, Bernie started moving. So you just described some Weekend at Bernie's types. Okay, hold up. Well, anyway, she's back from the dead, ladies and gentlemen. Um, It's great to be alive. Miss Demon, would you like to introduce yourself? Baby, I could never be a demon. Thank Shit. you very much. We don't know. This is we just Dan coming to you live from inside Studio Black Law. Now I I'm a, here with my co-host Dan. I've already introduced and myself. And my other co-host, who is Afro Becky, who is high, and Anne sent her on a mission, <laughs> and she ain't been back she since. She is. An, I did not send her on anybody. Sent her mission. on a mission. She has not been back I didn't, since. I didn't send her on a mission. She is looking for something that she does not have. She does have one. I, I guess. And you're about to walk into the. Hey, um, that's about to up. walk right on camera. See, that's my dog. That's one one word. So, ladies and gentlemen, today what we're going to discuss very briefly here is my death and resurrection the, oh yeah well yeah and died a couple weeks ago and you know like i said we went down on rampart did the voodoo bought her back to life but now her soul belongs to me Lies. so the moment that i get sick of her shit she gone she dead again y'all lies she dead and lies. so the trump impeachment and ann's near-death experience damn really yeah you almost you know died what? right they actually um they actually have a lot in common. My near death experience and the Trump impeachment. Okay. We didn't even do a mic check on you. You 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 were not here. 
And look, the mic is aimed at your titties. At your retarded ass titties. Oh, oh, we still saying that yeah, about your Yeah, that's tits? still retarded titty Becky. What? That That is always going to be retarded titty Becky. What? What you say? See, she get on camera one week and now she don't know how to fucking act. Really? Yeah, man, I heard Beck took over, man. That's what's up. Okay, you got to put the mic in no, you, your face. you did take over. It's okay. It's okay if you take over. If y'all could see this shit that I'm looking at right now. Okay, try again. Dash. I did not take over. Close enough, I guess. Okay, your near-death experience. So, the audience, uh, we did notify them of your health issues last week. We did not tell them exactly what they were, but we notified them that... Um, you would not be around for a while because you was almost dead, died, took a trip to the hospital, had a blind man drive you. <laughs> so that's no, not that's not no, a lie, ladies that and gentlemen. Is a lie. He wasn't blind. He just crippled Cri- and crazy. Halfway blind. Mean? What do you mean? He wasn't blind in one eye and couldn't see out the other? No, he he you know, we have this phrase blind, crippling, crazy. Well, he wasn't blind, but he is crippling crazy. And he did. He was my ambulance driver. He Drove me to the emergency room at mock speed. I have to give mad props to the mad, the mad man. And he could not see. The dude could not see. How you back out of a driveway going 30? <laughs> like, I didn't even know cars kept speed if you're going in reverse. Oh, uh, that honestly, in spite of the pain that I was in, Internally, I was laughing my ass off because, all right, let me back up a little bit. So just to let everybody know, I have a special guest on board and I discovered this when I had to make a quick trip to the emergency room. I call him Ricky, Lil Ricky, if you're nasty. And uh, he is my gallstone. (laughs) Which, as I said, is still riding on board with me. And I discovered him, you know, that I had been taken over by this alien being when I went to the emergency room. And the uh, crippling crazy person that actually took me to the emergency room was my father, who about, um, what is it, six years ago now? Like three. Nah, can't be. Nah. 2015. You sure? 2015. Nah, that was definitely not three years ago. Shut oh. your ass up. Ain't nobody <laughs> ask you. <laughs> Shit. Nah. Thank you for your input anyway, Afro Becky. <laughs> Good looking out, Beck. Thank Good you. looking out. Nah, that, that was either 14 or 15. Because I remember you was gone for like a quarter of a season and people was wondering how you got away with that because, you know, when somebody in my family die, I'm expected to be here five minutes after the funeral. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Wow. I might have to edit that out because they might <laughs> actually hear that. Wait, so, what happened? Who did what now? Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, all I know is I get a call from somebody else because, you know, and decides that psh, I ain't got to tell nobody that I'm fitting to die. So I get a call from somebody else. Did you hear? Anne almost died. So I'm like, well, fuck. Why didn't she? See, like I said, it was 2013. 
That wasn't that. No, it 2013. was 2013. Ain't no fucking way. You're not going to tell me. I'm telling you. You can't tell me. I can because I Cause am. Because you can't handle the truth. I am telling it is, you. It was July. The, well, I'm sorry. June the 1st, 2013. Ain't I have no it saved on way. my phone. Yes. No way. Yes. You put in the wrong date. Then. Not at all. Because, and I'm going to tell you, it was my cousin's Fourth birthday. Ju- wasn't it? it was around the 4th of it July. It was June. It was my cousin's birthday. It was her graduation slash birthday party that we were going to Gonzalez for. So yes, that day is that day is actually indelible. That shit was like two years ago, but okay. Anyway, so my we're, um, at, we're at ten minutes right now of our twenty minute <laughs> episode. My father had a stroke in twenty thirteen and should not be driving, which he does rather frequently. And he definitely should not be driving at night. So when I had this episode, it was about 1145 at night, pitch black. Apparently, he couldn't hear or see because as he was driving me, they had someone in the passenger seat that was screaming at him to slow down and stop taking curves at 70 miles an hour. And he kept saying, what, what, what? That's all I'm saying. Anyway, long story short, I am alive in spite of the fact that initially the emergency room staff thought that I was having a heart attack. And then she went in there, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) and went like this. No, my Apple Watch said that I'm not. And medical professionals look at people like they're fucking idiots when they show them any type of uh, wearable devices. All I'm saying is I test my heart every week because I have EKG capability. So they could have asked me whether or not my heart was in sinus rhythm. Apple tells me that it is every week. (laughs) Apple is definitely a medical professional. Absolutely. And I have, I can actually email this, all my results. To you, should you feel the need to have them? But they gave me EKG, found out that everything, as Apple said, was in sinus rhythm. That I was, I did not, nor was I in the midst of a heart attack. But they did an ultrasound. And let me tell you something, y'all. When people say ultrasound, my mind immediately goes to baby. And I had an ultrasound on my nuts. Did I have a nuts baby? Yes, you did. Sweet. Your nuts about. Never mind. Anyway, they said ultrasound, and I thought baby, and I'm like, if these people about to tell me I'm pregnant, it was about to be a situation in this emergency room, y'all. So why would you be doubled over in pain if you're pregnant? Ectopic? Mm, Maybe. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Ain't you ain't you neutered though? No, you got spayed though. (laughs) I think I think you neutered. (laughs) Anyway, so. Like I said, that's the first thing my mind flashed to. That would have been the funniest <laughs> shit really? ever. Really? Yes. You think so? Yes. I would not have let you live that down. Really? Every second of every day. <laughs> really? really? Every second of every day. Every second of every day. Uh-huh. Really? Like, hey, bro. Hey, <laughs> hey. How the baby doing? <laughs> Thought of any names yet? All I know is. I was literally in this place freaking out because all I kept thinking to myself is, 
I ain't birthing no babies. <laughs> I can't have no babies. It ain't happening, what? America. Wait, okay, so going back to our episodes with your um stances on abortion. I would have had the fucking baby. So you you just said you would not have a birth Man, of babies. So now what, you are. What what I'm saying is I would have had a break from reality. Okay. Literally, I would have had a nervous breakdown. I'm telling y'all, it would have happened. I got some extra value. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is if those people would have said that I was pregnant, it would have been a, a situation. I would we we would that. have been having daily episodes, people, because I would have had to have therapy. And this would have been my form of therapy. I would really. have loved every single. Shut up, man. Just shut up. I would have been like, let's bring the father <laughs> on, too. Oh, wait, wait, you don't know who the father is, huh? <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so the ultrasound actually showed. She high. She high. <laughs> oh, no, because you're like, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, she high. Yeah. <laughs> she high. Oh, yeah, she, 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 y'all should see this, man. It, yeah, yeah. She, she came out the gate high. She, she, to, she put the, she aimed the mic at her titties and she's talking <laughs> like we can hear her. And then she got the headphones hanging off the mic. Nah. So, yeah, but that, what they were sending me an ultrasound was because the doctors suspected that I had gallstones. And so, or that something was wrong with my pancreas. That would have been worse than gallstones. Yes. So, um, results of the ultrasound, Lil Ricky, I do have something on board. It's just not a baby. It is a two point something, almost two and a half centimeter gallstone that is lodged in the uh, dorsal. I don't know what they, but it's the. Your, For those of you who don't know what two point some centimeters is, it's about the size of a small peanut. Right. They say a peanut round. So mm-hmm. um, it your gallbladder. For those of you who do not know. Is shaped like a pear. It's wide on the bottom and it gets thinner. Like the bitches the I top. like. Anyway, so this gallstone, and I only have one, it's rather huge according to medical staff, is lodged in the very top part, the thin part, and can't pass it because it is too large. And um, because it is lodged where it is, Thankfully, it does not affect the flow of bile. Which and is bile is a secretion that, that aids in digestion. digestion. So sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, if you've ever went to take a shit and your shit was green, let's face it, we've all been there before. <laughs> and you're lying if you're not. That's too much bile. So anyway, that was my uh, I almost died experience because when I called to tell, just to inform people, after the fact that I would not be into work, apparently the person that I informed told the world, <laughs> told the world that I almost died. <laughs> so wait, did you, did you happen to tell the person that wears a hat? Yes. Now, you know, anything you tell the person that wears that particular hat is going, it's going viral. 
It, that, and that <laughs> his is, version of viral. It, exactly that is correct. Right. It is. It is going so, viral. Anyway, some people are very happy that she's here with us. I'm still trying to determine. I'm He's not ambivalent. sure. Ambivalent. I know. But uh, moving on. The Trump impeachment. Okay. So there's a lot of misconceptions. And ladies and gentlemen, I know I said I will never speak about the president. However, there are some things that need to be cleared up. And I did say that this impeachment is quite like my uh, gall stone situation. Yeah. So right now, there's a lot of people celebrating. The president has been impeached. This is great. Maybe, but okay. They're, they're celebrating all up and down social media. There's a lot of misinformation going around. So Donald Trump has been impeached. Maybe. That's, that's good. As he, I said. he has. Well, I'm telling you what they're saying. He mm-hmm. has been impeached. This is great. This is a wonderful thing. And now we're about to remove him from office. He ain't going nowhere. Not with the unless, majority well, unless, Republican Senate. Unless there is other evidence that is uncovered in a Senate trial because, well, we've talked about impeachment before, but as a refresher, we know that impeachment is a bifurcated process. So for our listeners, just so you can get a better understanding, impeachment is akin to um, a criminal matter. So in, in a crime, when you create, when you commit a crime, what the prosecutor does is, they search for evidence or well, the cops search for evidence. They bring it to the prosecutor. Prosecutor decides whether or not you have enough evidence to put you on trial. And and they in turn say what exactly it is that you are being indicted for, meaning what crimes they believe you committed. So the Congress in this sense, the House. Oh, of sorry. representatives. Yes. Mm-hmm. You said no. Congress is made up of the House of Representatives and the Senate. Oh, okay. So, so the House the of House Representatives is like it's falling. Um, you don't know how to keep my car. No. Oh wow. No, I didn't set that up. Hmm. Now I think you don't. That's why you have that stay hard spray stuff, right? Ooh. She afraid. She afraid of the mic. Okay. So the house mm-hmm. has act, has kind of act like the cops. Well, the house acts as the prosecution, and that's what this whole inquiry, impeachment inquiry thing, was right? About. So they basically brought for evidence, mm-hmm. and it is their job to hand down articles of impeachment, which in a criminal matter is like the indictments that a prosecutor would hand down. So that's been done. It's been done. Now, then you go over to the Senate, which acts, acts as judge and jury, right? Because, you know, in, in any criminal matter, prosecutor hands down indictments on charges and you go to trial, jury listens and passes judgment. Or if you have a judge, a bench trial, the judge listens and acts as jury and then passes judgment. And then judge hands down sentence. Well, as I said, the House acts as prosecutor. They send charges. They hand down articles of impeachment. The Senate 
acts as jury and judge, and it is their job to decide if there's enough evidence to say that, A, the president is guilty of these charges that have been lodged against him, and B, if he should face removal. Now, the Senate could actually say that instead of removing, they will censure him. But in this political climate, they're not even going to do that. I mean, they are literally, they are literally going to do nothing. not even mm-hmm. going, according to Mitch McConnell, they're not even Yo, going Mitch to have. Said, he he literally said, we are am, not going to have a fair trial. He said and that he is not going to be. They want a, the names too. They want. They want the old fashioned vote where they're calling for the old fashioned vote where the names are released. The names of the, the way that the um each senator yes. actually yeah. votes. Because right now that it's just numbers. It's like one forty seven against uh, they want the names of each I one mean, of these but you people. know what? I actually will welcome that because what I think in the end, because you know, you think about it. Impeachment is a process, but that process doesn't stop after this thing, after the Senate trial ends. Think about how even after Bill Clinton was impeached and acquitted in the Senate, this whole that whole impeachment story went on. And on the other side of history, what did we see? We saw all sorts of things. So even after this whole impeachment situation is over it is not in history will tell you exactly what happened in this situation we know what happened we we honestly do we know what happened because tell me when have you ever heard donald trump quote or say any latin phrases i heard him say e pluribus unum yeah so in because this is something that republican congressmen were they were like trotting this out the president said no quid pro quo that son of a bitch don't even know what qu- before this he didn't even know what quid pro quo no meant. i know he, exactly i order quid he, pro quo <laughs> on my chipotle every See, time that's what I'm saying. he does not know what that was probably had never heard it before in his life but you're on the phone with Gordon Sondland and the very first thing when Gordon Sondland says, what do you want? You start screaming, I want nothing. No quid pro quo, nothing, nothing. Why would you say that? Because you heard it from somebody else. He, he already knew that he had been caught. So what's the very first thing that you're going to do? You're going to deny, deny, and deny. So That the thing- is your advice. Exactly. Okay. So the thing is this, though, in his particular situation, you are denying and all that is, is an admission of guilt by by that very way that you denied. Because if you would if on this conversation, Gordon Sondland would have called up and he would have said, there's really nothing that I want, um, you know, and had a conversation. But the very first thing out your mouth is no quid pro quo. So, okay. I don't know who the hell Gordon, whoever is. Gordon but Stein, I don't really care either. Well, what I want to do is get to why this is not a victory. Okay. So, 
the reason why, well, you know what? I'm not going to say that it's not because like I said, history, history will eventually catch up. To, and to what? Because there might to, not be nothing to catch up to <laughs> fucking with this dude. Well, there there is. It will. I believe, and this is my belief, Donald Trump is not going to be elected for a second term. He's not. I disagree. He's not. And I'm going to tell you why. Because the people know now, the very people that put him in office, they realize the mistake that they made. Not all now, of wait, them. N- right. Not all of them. But there were a lot of Democrats and independents. These are the people more so that I'm talking about. There were a lot of Democrats and independents that voted him into office. They know the error of their ways now. By not voting is how or by voting for a third party. Exactly right. Yeah. They they know now they have seen their one that I know personally. Well, actually, two that I know personally. She still don't see the error in her ways. She does because we we honestly, and she brought it up to me. She knows that what she did. But we told her beforehand. I know, but hindsight is twenty twenty. Even though you hear people say shit, you don't believe it until you see it. But now she sees it. Somebody else too. The man with the hat. Believe it or not. I thought he um sat this one out. He did. Okay, so okay, he, I was thinking third party. Okay, so he sat this one out. Okay. Exactly, he did. Hmm. He absolutely did, and he realizes that that was wrong. He realizes that by not voting, he voted. Yeah, which let people me, don't understand let, that. Now let me tell you this too, because uh, we're running out of time here. But there's a documentary on Netflix about Cambridge Analytica. Uh-huh. Now, what they did, they tested this, their algorithms and stuff and their some of their tactics in these smaller countries. Mm-hmm. So there was an African country where they wanted a specific person elected and the people did not like this. It was kind of like our 2016 election. It's mm-hmm. like, eh. so they started doing running Facebook ads with these actors saying, like they came up with like a, a logo and a little saying and they're like, we're sitting this election out. We refuse to vote because we don't like this candidate. And then more and more people started joining that. And they're like, yeah, fuck that. We're not voting. We're not voting. It essentially got that person that they did not like or did not want in office in office. Yeah. And it was all because of Cambridge Analytica basically running these Facebook ads Mm -hmm. to dupe these people into thinking that they're joining a cause by not voting. Mm -hmm. So same thing, same thing happened here in 2016. Exactly right. So many people sat that one out because it was like, I'm not voting for Hillary Clinton. I refuse to vote for Donald Trump and I'm not voting for a third party. I'm just going to sit this one out. But you see, that's why, and we've said it on this show so many times but it bears repeating. So many people think that their vote does not count. That is a falsehood. Every vote counts. Every I, vote I, counts. I, I debate you another time on that. Every but, vote counts. So here's here's what why I think that this is not a victory. One, Senate is majority Republican. Correct. They are going to stick with their party regardless. They've already shown this one, one throughout history, but throughout this past president they're not even going to have a trial according to what mitch the house but the house 
can hold on to which the they have. to the evidence, hold on to the documents or whatever, which and not have. submit them. Which they have. So there's some kind of benefit to doing that, and well, what the what, benefit is, I, well, this, this is, is me thinking. Let this, me think. Let me think. Let me think. Is you wait until after the election because they can hold them indefinitely. Well, see, that actually, there's some debate about that. The legality of actually holding these articles and not sending them to the Senate. Okay. There, there is some debate about that. And within that debate, constitutional scholars are split on whether or not he has officially been impeached or not. If these articles do not get sent to the Senate. Okay. So there is a split. Some say yes, some say no. There's a split on that. There's also a split about how long the House could actually hold these articles. But the crazy part about it is, if they do, you said there's some benefit. There's benefit in in the very short, 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 short run. In the long run, there is not. Because you pushed for this impeachment to go through because you said that this was imperative, that you were under a time crunch because you didn't want to get into the 2020 election. You didn't mm-hmm. you didn't want to do that. Correct. But now you're holding it. You you rushed through mm-hmm. because it is for show. Hair on fire. You needed to get this done. Now you're holding it. So the problem with that is now every day that you're holding this, you're losing credibility. Because before you were saying it is imperative that we get this done by this time. Now you're saying but we're going to hold it until we know that there will be a fair trial in the Senate. The problem is you've known from day one that they were not. If the evidence that you had was not ironclad, 100 percent, no equivocations, it's not subjective. Nobody As can Stephen look at a. it. Stephen A. Smith would say it's unequivocally. Like basically anybody looking at it, whether Democrat Republican, left wing, right wing, in, anybody looking at this could say, damn, he did it. The problem is in this whole body of evidence, there's too much right. There's too many things that you can look at subjectively. You know, there is no smoking gun. The law is subjective. It is, but evidence shouldn't be. That's the problem. So the fact that you have these people that came there, there were many, many people that came there that basically blazed through and showed exactly what Donald Trump and um, Rudy Giuliani and all these other people were trying to do. But some of those same people left room for doubt. Okay, so with that being said, me finishing my thought is... This is only going to this is why I disagree that Trump will be reelected. He'll be the first president to be impeached and reelected because I believe that this is going because his base is retarded. And let's just face it, his base is retarded. So they're going to use this as fuel on the campaign. But, you know, but you know why Trump won? Because his base is retarded. Did you not hear me? Trump won because. It's a numbers game because the elect the way the electoral, the electoral college, college which works needs to go the fuck away. But okay. the way yeah. the way the electoral college works 
And the reason why it's there is so that. And that's some Democrat shit. So that small pockets of people are not disenfranchised. But. And then you got gerrymandering. Those those small pockets of people actually are who put Trump in office because I heard something today. I was what was I watching? I believe I was watching CNN. And um, there's this professor in California who wrote, who wrote a book that talks about the white working class and how they are the people that everybody should be talking to and because they are the people who actually swing the vote. And it's true. They're swingers, the, basically, yeah. The white working class because... They're the ones, believe it or not, who have been disenfranchised because, you know, there used to be a white middle class. Now either you're rich or you're poor. And I'm poor. These these are the people who actually have been marginalized. And so they are the people that feel like they have the most to lose, which in some aspects they do. And so I don't give a fuck about all that because black well, people been having the most to lose since the day we was bought over. So true. But shit. the problem is, is they're the reason why Trump won. They're is, the reason why he will win again if you can't talk sense into them and show them how you being president. They're retarded. You being president they're is retarded. going to work for them. They're retarded. So. All right. Let's end with this is the current sitting president impeached or not. Maybe. But if you had to See, choose, if it, you had to choose. Maybe. I'm going to say no. Becky? Okay. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This has been another episode of Black Law and Legalized. We just wanted to dispel some of the rumors. I'm alive. That's the rumor. I was dead. It's that was so not false. a rumor. It she was, was a rumor. on her deathbed. I was not. I did the voodoo. She, uh, Miss Rudolph no. pissed in the damn thing. Put not my feet in there. Little new. baby feet. Okay. So anyway, keep up with us on social media at Black Law Podcast. Check out some of our merch. Look, rocking. Ain't no swim. There you go. Rocking some more of our merch. It's an acronym for those of you internet geeks. (laughs) Uh, Move the mic out the way. Really? Really? There we go. So um, that's for you internet geeks. Keep up with me on Twitter and IG at I am Dan on Drugs. Yeah. And I'm just Dan. After all this controversy and these lies, I am alive. And you can follow me at I Tell Legal Lies on Twitter. And this is Afro Becky signing off. Thanks, Beth. On Cloud Nine.